There's always something hot happening in South Florida. Talk now with Brian Mudd on News Radio 610 WIOD. It's the intersection of both concerns over the geopolitical tensions combined with uh, inflation and what the Fed might do to tamp that down. So you put those two headwinds in front of this market, you've got a great deal of uncertainty. (sighs) Do I or don't I? I have voiced (laughs) so much frustration at analysis already in the show today. I'm, I'm debating whether to go there with that particular misses the mark in a very big way by what you just heard there. And this is something that is is true with all the analysts that are are talking about, oh, these sanctions, you know, tough sanctions on Putin. I mean, that could do something. Right. It's the same thing here. The the concern in terms of the financial markets, the concerns in in terms of the economy. Well, what's the Fed going to do at this point in reaction to geopolitical tensions? Well, one of the things that misses the mark above and beyond that, that frustrates me within that analysis, if you earn less money progressively than the cost of life, what's going to eventually happen in the economy? As I mentioned, that story doesn't end well, right? Somewhere along the way, the point continues to be missed. We even had a, a report in, in the news, you know, for the oil analyst, uh, the gas price analyst that, uh, you know, that Natalie had. Well, I mean, they don't think prices are, are going to go over $6 a gallon. Let me ask you, what the heck happens inside of your home? And by the way, Remember that 55% of oil is used for stuff other than gas that goes in cars. So it's cost of inflation generally. It'll only take our problem and exacerbate it. Seth Denson, who understands so much about economics, does not miss the mark. GDP Advisors and the author of The Cure joins us now at Seth Denson. Uh, boy, Seth, I, 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 it's, it's a tough environment out there right now. One, to try to predict and understand what's going to happen next, but also just to wade through the plethora of really bad guidance out there, in my opinion. What do you think? <laughs> Buddy, can we just talk about the baseball lockout, please? <laughs> well, that's not going well either. I want to talk about something that's else, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, listen, Brian, you're on the mark, and I would tell people to be cautious of anybody that says this is what's going to happen because nobody knows. Nobody knows. Um, and, 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 you know, and so what you, the best that anybody can do is gather as much information as they can and try to make an informed decision on what is best, both short-term and long-term. And so if you're approaching your daily life, recognize this. Here is likely what is going to happen. Over the next two to three months, we will likely, as a nation, see plus $5 gas. Does it get more than 6 I don't know that it does. And here's why I say that I don't know that it gets that high, because this is election season. And I think that the Biden administration will do just about anything to ensure that it doesn't get above six, um, because that is just going to screen disaster come November. Well, well Seth, um, let but, me ask you, I, I want to I hear what you have to say, but I want to just drill down that point real quick, because my question then becomes, OK, what can the Biden administration do? And there is one thing that comes to mind. Do you mean that he would actually once again deregulate the energy space and allow greater domestic production, and allow for greater distribution of American energy? In my utopian state, yes, but no, that's not what happens. What happens and what likely will happen is bad trade deals to infuse more foreign energy into the United States, and oh, that's the unfortunate reality. I think that's the, where, the, where the Biden administration goes with this because they can't, they can't fear – um, upsetting the far left, globalist, global warming, climate change folks, um, 
you know, in doing something in you in the United States, even though if it is a global climate problem, getting oil out of Saudi Arabia versus here is no different from the global climate perspective. Um, but unfortunately, I do think that the, the Biden administration will start making deals that will be very um, non-advantageous for the U.S. long term in order to keep gas prices down. Now, I remember 2008, Brian, I don't know if you, you know, when, when we did see oil at around $130 um, a barrel price, and during that time nationwide, we saw around $5 gas. I do think that we're, we're headed towards seeing oil around 130 and I do think we'll see uh, gas prices north of 5 nationwide, meaning that places like California and up north, uh, I mean, they're going to see $6, in, even in some cases, maybe $7 gas in the Bay Area. But um, nationwide, I do think we see north of 5 We already see what's happened with the, the consumer. The average American is earning less than they, than they did a year ago, adjusted for inflation, somewhat significantly so at this point. With inflation only getting worse, can the economy hold off recession if we go north of 5 It's going to be tough. And, and I don't know that we see a recession, and only just because I think there's not enough credit given to the state of what the economy was before this pandemic, right? It was really firing at all cylinders. And even those of us that follow the market closely said, we think it's in extra innings. And I think that the bull market is going to start slowing down. I don't know that we're in recession or we see recession. Although if we don't get inflation under control, if we don't get gas prices under control, it's just going to exacerbate the problem. And we are right now in this perfect storm mix. And I was saying back in December and early January that the black swan event that nobody was talking about at that time was a geopolitical chaos, because if that happens, that really could be the thing that sends it over the cliff. My hope is uh, that we can get this under control and we can we can balance this out quickly so that we don't see recession. We are absolutely going to see a, a correction. Uh, but there's some good things still out there. But it is a, this is a long-term game. It's a long-term road. And what I would tell investors right now is bear down and don't get too excited. Until you start seeing dip buyers, these are the institutional investors throwing a lot of money at the market. That means they don't think they've seen the bottom. And I don't think we've seen the bottom yet, not even close. Talking with Seth Denson, GDP advisors, author of The Cure. And Seth, uh, just to, to revisit quickly one of the points you had mentioned, not only are you spot on with your your environmental point about the appeasement of turning toward, towards more foreign sources of energy in lieu of domestic production, but on the environmental front, it's actually worse because the cost and the environmental impact of the transportation overseas versus just being able to domestically harvest it, refine it, and use pipelines predominantly, it, it's far worse uh, from an environmental impact, let alone being reliant on foreign sources of energy rather than energy independent so you you make uh, many good good points in that regard. It's what happens when politics rather than pragmatism wins out. And when we take a look at the financial markets, uh, we've seen, for example, stocks. Uh, you already had the Nasdaq solidly in correction territory. It's a decline of ten percent or more. Uh, we we saw an attempt at a rally this morning. That's rolled over. S and P closed in correction territory yesterday. You start to take a look uh, at what comes next. I mean, we're not that far from the Nasdaq being in bear market territory, twenty percent or more. I mean, are we taking a look at, uh, at at stocks rolling over here, or do you think there's a comeback that can be made? I think there is a comeback that can be made. Again, a lot of it hinges on we we do need the Fed to raise interest rates to start to get that under control. We need any and all restrictions to the economy. That means governmental oversight of COVID restrictions lifted and done. Uh, we need the what's called the bullwhip effect. 
which means the supply isn't keeping up, obviously. That needs to get back online. All of those things can happen. The S&P, it, it, and it, it's easy to look at the, the bubble and where we are in 2022, and you're absolutely right. We're in correction territory. But if we actually look at the S&P over the last year, it's still up 10%, which is the overall average of the S&P since we can track it back into the 1920s. And so we're not in this dire strait, but we can certainly get there quickly if we don't if cooler heads don't prevail and the economy can get back open up. And I think that's why this deal in Ukraine, if you don't think that's going to impact you, it's going to impact you. 50% of energy comes out of Russia. And if Russia starts making moves, that energy has got to come from somewhere else. And to your point, Brian, that you made at the very top, everything is, is dependent upon oil and gas. Everything is. You go to the grocery store, we're already paying 20% more. Guess what? You go, it's going to be even more because they got to truck it in from somewhere, and that's going to cost more money. That's going to ter- turn this thing into a sale. And all the, the cost of production, the plastics, everything else, that, it's all derivatives of, of it. You know, as much as we would like to get ourselves away from it, it is very much, uh, front and center in our society. Well, Seth, it is always a pleasure, sir, and I appreciate the optimistic tone in an otherwise challenging environment that we're in right now. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk soon. Yeah, sounds good. That is Seth Denson again, GDP advisors, author of The Cure at Seth Denson. Well, as always, two sides to stories, one side of facts. I will bring you the facts next, right here on the Brian Mudd Show, News Radio 610 WIM.